This is not the Horseshoe Lounge, but they are deluxe accommodations. It is deluxe accommodations. We are here for the Rooster Show. We are down in Texas getting ready for the Cotton Bowl one day away. We have Nicole Cox. We have Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. No Jay-Z, no Bob. No. And a little bit of a shorter show, but we are getting ready for Ohio State and Missouri Friday night, the last one of the year. Nicole, you've got there's some Roosters Bowl we Trip. We do. We giveaway. have some of our Bowl Trip winners here. That is so exciting. And they're having the best time. How, how's the travel Shouldn't experience? Shouldn't they been? tell us that? Yes, they should. They, they, I have You're having morning. the best time or else. <laughs> you have no choice. It's been wonderful. Travel Partners of Dublin has done a phenomenal job. We, It's this hotel. I mean, look behind us. Just the, like the Christmas decor and just holiday. It's just very festive and it's beautiful. This, is, this, is this the first time that the winners have been at the team hotel? Second time. second time we were i can't remember where we were last time but we were yeah i would think that's got to be pretty cool we walked in uh here that we're not getting to stay in these deluxe accommodations perm and i you can, you but, can guys you know we, we, <laughs> you see mickey Marotti walking around you see staffers this is where ohio state is saying that's got to be pretty we've cool seen as well. players as well right when we got here kate stover tommy eichenberg we walked right by them which i think is very it's a great experience for our winners and for everyone here did you ask Tommy if he was playing? I didn't. No, I just I just waved. I was like, oh, hi. Yeah. You know? Uh, don't, don't think he will, which is unfortunate. I think that's one of the worst parts of this week is that, you know, Tommy Eichenberg's working back from that injury, and it's not an NFL draft opt-out or something like that. Nicole, but he's, you've watched him play for a number of years, and the fact that he doesn't, he has to go out with that bad taste in his mouth, like, it, it stinks for him. I, it does. And, I guys, I understand it both ways. I He... Uh, he needs to think about his career, you know, and you do think about, I'm, you know me, I get anxious about everything. And just the fact of them going out and playing and possibly getting injured and not being able to play in the NFL, I understand it. And bless his heart, you can tell he loves, he absolutely loves this team and wanted to win so badly. And I, it does, it makes me very sad for him, but I understand too. He's got to make sure he's healthy. And so I'm anxious to see who all will be playing. <laughs> new guys, I mean, new talent, and we've got to start formulating that new team of players that are actually going to play next season. Yeah. I think the interesting thing with Tommy is that you look at Cade Stover, who's also been dealing with nagging injuries. Like, Cade's going to play. If Tommy could play, he would play. Right. Mm -hmm. So and while it hasn't been officially ruled out, we'll find out tomorrow. But, like, you see him doing a lot less in practice when we were there on Tuesday and Wednesday than Cade. But those guys are desperate to to have one more game with Ohio State helmets on, and it, it does suck. I mean, that's like that's the hard part about college football, or, and the awesome part is that that window closes and it's over. It's not like the NFL where you just keep going until you say I've had enough. I mean, or they tell you you've yeah, had it, enough, it, which is hard. It I chooses mean, the game. You know, the rules choose for you, and that that sucks for Tommy. And uh, hopefully, we get a chance. To, I, I bet you he will be fully dressed. One way or the other on Friday night. That's not a guy who's going to be out there in sweats. No, he's he's an incredible teammate. He, uh, you can tell the one. I think out of all the players that I've been watching the past few seasons with you guys, he, you can see that passion. I mean, he just he's that kid that anxious, always on the sidelines, ready to go, and we'll always admire him for that and remember him that way. You know my thing. I always remember how you want to be remembered in life. You know, legacy. Yes, legacy. Yeah, I talked to Kate about some of that. Uh, I tried to get him to cry. Wednesday. It looked like he was going to. So I asked him about the bo both of them. So they, you know, Nicole, we all talked about them living together and their close, close relationship, Tommy and Kate. Like, they both get in the middle of the year. Kate's got to have surgery on 
know, he's got a knee injury. He's got a wrist injury. He's missing games. Tommy hurts his elbow. He's missing games in November. They both could have left for the NFL a year ago, wanted to come back, wanted to push, wanted to keep living together, wanted to keep working out together, wanted to play another season with the Buckeyes. And then you can't control that part. And so they're having he, he, Cade's like, well, that's the best man in my wedding. That's my best friend. I, and they're both I having like- to fight through these injuries. I, I don't know that Cade's going to be able to play every snap. He, he kind of admitted that on Wednesday that he's still a little banged up. I, you just, it's one of those uh, Buckeye leave heartstring moments for you, Nicole. Like just, it, it's so hard. Not that they just lost the game, but their season did not go the way they wanted in terms of health and anything else. It's, I, I, that's one part of this entire industry of this profession that I can't imagine going through. Even in the NFL, when you work your hardest every single day and they're like, well, it's not good enough and you're done. You know, I, but we look at these guys, there's no doubt that they are the best of the best and have worked the hardest. And I think that that's part of the lesson of all of this. I really do. And it's, um, we look at Cameron Babs, you know, from last year, just, it didn't go his way. And he just kind of learned from that and just was like, okay, well, this can be my path. So I'm going to be the guy that's pumping everyone else up. And you can see that in Tommy and Cage as well, but it definitely pulls on the heartstrings. <laughs> I mean, that's such a big chunk of your life, a special part, and it's changing and it's a forced change, you yeah, know? Three years in the NFL, you get a pension though. So like in college, yeah. like you're, you're, you're three years and you're dealing with all this stuff and then it's over. Mm-hmm. And those guys have made an impact on, on this program that is going to last a long time. Uh, you heard Brian Hartline on Wednesday talking about Cade Stover and the toughness, and he's the backbone of the offense. And I asked him on Wednesday at, at the press conference, like, can you imagine when you left Lexington High School in Little Mansfield, Ohio, that a, as a safety, that you'd come in and be a linebacker and then go back to playing defensive end, and then all of a sudden, like, you're not only leaving as a tight end, and Lindy is one of the most productive tight ends in school history. Like that, that is a, it is an incredible journey that Kate Stover has been on. And he's like, he said, I, I haven't really thought about it. And then he started to tear up and then he stopped himself. I mean, I feel like I could and tear up. And I was up. like, man, I thought I had him. I thought I had him. I yeah. asked him, I said, when the Ohio State coaches go to Garrett, so Kate's younger cousin, Garrett Stover, just signed his letter of intent with Ohio State. So he'll join the team next week. And I said, when they, when they go to Garrett and ask him to, Maybe play safety. <laughs> what should he tell them? And he told him, stay at linebacker. Don't let them move you. So I think underneath it all, I think there's a part of him that's like, what would have happened if you would have been in the right spot five years ago? Yeah, so that'll be the end of a couple of decorated careers. And while Marvin Harrison Jr. has not officially said anything, and Brian Hartline decided to have a little fun at my expense on Wednesday... <laughs> So, hey, Marv looks like he's in pain, that he's not practicing, and he's obviously not going to play in the game on Friday night. He's like, how do you know he's not playing? I don't. I just have two <laughs> eyes and a brain. Um, we're not going to see him. And that that part, I think everybody, if, Nicole, if Marv got to choose and there was no risk of injury, obviously he's going to play. Obviously, yes. But yeah. there is. And there's $35 million at stake. So, and there is. <laughs> and the... I guys, I don't. I mean, I obviously we want him to play to watch him again to see him. He brings so much to the team, but I understand that side of as well. And that's what it is. It's like college moving into their profession, and yeah. and their physical body depends on that. You know, you think about little things, just them messing around outside, or like yeah. like leaving a ball out in the house. Like you, 
you've got to be careful. Like your your body is yeah. everything for your career. So what, what is the number of millions that you're like? Once you've passed this threshold, you can't risk it. Like that's what I mean. Uh, I mean, for me, guys, that would be. <laughs> well, a, can I get, can one, I get million. one? I, I was like, that'd be one million. Dollars. Let me hold one, Burr, because we think about Marv and say, okay, he's going to be a top three, top five pick. It's thirty-five, forty million dollars. Like, and so it, it's nonsensical to think he could play. But is there a point? It, like, is it like 11, 11 million? He's still in. Like, I, I just don't know. Like, we had this conversation two weeks ago at Roosters. I don't think it matters. Like, if if you want to play, play. I, I think he's going to be in full uniform. I don't think he will play. I don't think the coaches will let him play because they are probably going to make the harder decision for him mm-hmm. so that he doesn't have to. You, you think that's why he was in such pain? Because they said, no, Marvin. I, I, do, you, I do think they basically will 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 shelf him for his own good. And like, Which that says, not to interrupt, but that says a lot about Ohio State. I mean... They also have a job to make sure we win, to make sure we look the best we can. And if they're making a decision for, yeah, oh, hi. (laughs) And for us to make a decision, for them to make a decision for their future, I think that's a lot to be said for the school. Yeah, I mean, they're not saying that for Travion Henderson. (laughs) They're going to put him out there and let him run it 25 times if they have to. But I was trying to find the positive. No, but it's a different, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's the scenario where the coaches go, you're gonna make this amount of money in three months we are not gonna risk that for you or Travion like obviously the conversation's different and so you you look at a kid and you say we know you want to play but sorry like this we've seen the Jake Butt injury we've seen the Jalen Smith injury you you mm-hmm. can't just risk that and it stinks it does stink because people want to see Marv do yeah. Marv things and you will. Sides. You will see Marv do Marv things in the NFL <laughs> in eight months. In eight months. Uh, Nicole, my view on this game changed a lot from Selection Sunday till we're sitting here right now. There's a lot, certainly the way Ohio State has talked about trying to win this game and the importance to them has alleviated some of the quote-unquote exhibition part that it doesn't count for anything. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's fun for the Roosters trip giveaway winners. Mm-hmm. It's fun for us to cover that game and see an opportunity. So I've got more excited as it's got closer. Good. Were you all? Were you always excited for yes. this game? Okay. Right. Yes. I, I, I should have known. I am because it's still a bowl game, and you look at Missouri that they never get to go to bowl games, and they think this is the greatest thing in the entire world. <laughs> My personal experience was when UD and basketball went to the Elite Eight, and. Every game they won, they're just like, oh, my goodness, we made it further. Like, they were, like, just over the moon excited. And so you see that with Missouri, and it's it's a nice feeling. You know, it's like – so I think for Ohio State, we're still at a bowl game. Yeah. We are still at a bowl game. It's beautiful here. And I understand where Ohio State's coming from. I understand. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. But anecdotally, so, you guys were in this hotel last night, and coaches from bowl teams were yeah. mingling. The Missouri coaches were having a great time living it up like they had just won the Super Bowl. And the Ohio State coaches, you said, were like business as usual, right? Oh, so yeah. I think that they were still having – I think they're still having a great time. I think they I like do. that they can be here with their families and do that. I so, know they love that, yeah. This it's not game a has a different game. vibe for it, Ohio State. Absolutely. And I, I do understand that. And, again, I try to just see – the positive and that way I also like to think of it like so we're here at the Cotton Bowl it's not a playoff game next year when we do get to a playoff game it's going to mean that much more because it's that much more of a step towards you know success I think whenever you're dealing with two teams that are on different levels 
the the reality of it is this is the biggest bowl game Missouri's been in in maybe ever. Uh, and this is the, like, fifth best bowl game Ohio State's been in in the last five years. <laughs> so it, it's easy for you to look at it from Ohio State perspective and say, how do you get excited for this? But if Missouri beats Ohio State, it's the biggest win in their program's history. It is a validating thing for Eli Drinkowitz to say, we've done it. We're, we're now one of the elite of the elite, which is not true. But that's what they will sell and what they will tell. And you can't really argue it. If Ohio State loses the game, there will be people who say the Ohio State program is finished, even though everyone will acknowledge that the Ohio State team maybe didn't have any reason to be that Bought concerned in. about this game. So it's a weird position for the Buckeyes to be in, and that's where you have to have that constant professional mindset. The standard is the standard. Oh, Nicole. Oh, really? Like you can't come into this thinking that the players don't think that about this game for sure. I know that the coaches are probably disappointed that this is the game they're in, and so are the players, but once that whistle blows on Friday night, you have to go off full speed. And that goes like a lot of, like Coach Day has said, one game at a time, you know? And so I think you do. You just focus on the game. We don't need to think about what bowl game it is, what, where we are. It's it's a game, and we're we're here to win. That yeah. That is where I will use the standard. Oh, the standard. my. You do go in to win. That is, that is more, but... It's a goal. Yeah. Like, that is your goal. So, I... The goal is the goal. The goal yep, is the goal? the goal is the goal. Huh. Yes. It's also a game that's, that's extremely important for Ohio State moving after this year. Yes. And it's it, you can think about it from Friday night, be 100%, be ready to go. But it's also like, are you ready for the next wave of this roster? Are, are those guys... Devin Brown, we, we had a 30-minute conversation about him on the podcast daily on Thursday. Like... This is a moment for him to say, this is my football team now. and Or to say, I, I'm not ready for that. So there's a lot of things. Like, if the, if you woke up tomorrow and it was cloudy, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. It doesn't mean the sun's not going to shine six months from now. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you woke up one day and it was cloudy and then it was cloudy the next day, and cloudy, like, and then you're like, where the hell did the sun go? Like, you still need a little bit of that, that glimpse that once in a while to remind you that you're living in the Midwest and yeah. uh, the sun still exists. It's just... It's just not there all the time in the winter. Thurm, that is very well said. Yeah, I give me sunshine. Is it? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I think so. I, no, I, I do. I agree. I I don't know. I think we're just in a spot where we're not in the national championship game where that supposedly the standard uh-huh. is being held. And that's which is the a, part I which don't is agree with. Which is an incredibly with. unrealistic standard. Thank you. Ohio that's State has won point. three national championships in the last 45 years. Thank you. Thank so you. Yes. It's, uh, more, yeah. So not two in the last 45 years, three in the last 58 years. So to expect that you win a national championship every year and go undefeated is a crazy standard but it is what has been accepted and so you know it, when you fall short it's it been set as a standard and that's where I, I just feel that's where the standard is the standard is not it is not relevant we just can't say that because we need to just work towards that but we also need to be grateful for where we are too and we have a great team and look at you our have to keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars thank hey very well said I love that, Berm. I like that a lot. I thought of that myself. Austin's like, get me out of here. I don't know what is happening on the show. I know we wouldn't even have one if we didn't have the standard as the standard to fuel the conversation. Nicole, who's going to win on Friday night? We're going to win. Oh, what's Obviously. the score going to be? Oh, you know what? Um, you don't even have your notebook out. I don't. I want to say 38-15. 
38-15, Ohio State. Yes. A cover and the over. If that you're gambling straight, at home. Yeah, that, I wouldn't bet on that. But <laughs> I'm saying that's just what I'm feeling at the moment. All right, I love it. Mm-hmm. Burn, what do you got? Uh, Ohio State, 28. Missouri, 24. 28-24. This is a good Missouri team. They have a very good defense. They're missing a couple of their best players on that side of the ball, which helps Carnell Tate and some of these young receivers get going a little bit. But offensively, Missouri is actually ranked ahead of Ohio State in nearly every single offensive category. Buckeyes without Tommy Eichenberg in the middle, still without Nathan Ransom. Mm-hmm. Missouri has a top 10 finisher in the Heisman at running back. Like They're going to try to ground things down a little bit. It's not going to be super high scoring, I don't think. But 28-24 still uh, over. Uh, and, and Ohio State cover, I guess. It's and again, now it's three a good team. Yeah, it's, it's a good team. team. They're, they made it to the team. Cotton Bowl. Yeah, they made it to team. the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. So it's going to be a game. It is. It's going to be good. What is the uh, schedule at Roosters like for New Year's weekend? So, oh, thank you. Yeah. Yes. So What's New Year's here Eve. For? Yes. Yes. I love it. Okay. So we're open all day on New Year's Day and then New Year's Eve, guys. I'm going to have to look it up. Okay. I can't, yeah. I'm getting confused between Christmas Eve. We closed early. It's a weird week, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, a strange we have no week. idea what day it is. I've had you know no what? idea all week. I've had I'm going to check them. the website. Just <laughs> check <laughs> your local roosters yeah. website. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. Because we, but we're definitely open on New Year's Day for all the bowl games. And then we will be back in the Horseshoe Lounge at Roosters. Next Tuesday, the yes. second, the Tuesday day after the that. So we'll have our first show of 2024. I can't believe it's already here. I and it will be the here. last game of 2023 yes. on Friday night at AT&T Stadium. It is Ohio State and Missouri in the Cotton Bowl. This has been the Horseshoe Lounge. It's brought to you by Roosters at the Firm. And Nicole, I'm Austin Ward. Go see it. It's a fun, casual joint. And enjoy the game on Friday night.